number one. I'm tired of beating on Bush. I miss George W. Bush. I wish you were president right now. His favorite movie is apparently Princess Bride. Ted, getting in bed with Iran and Russia to save Assad is inconceivable. Princess Buttercup would not like this. I'm not afraid of a guy riding around on a horse without his shirt. We're at war, folks. They're not trying to steal your car. They're trying to kill us all. They're ready to die. Bring on the virgins. <laughs> that was Senator Lindsey Graham uh, talking about his debate. Those are some of the highlights. And he's pretty much the one everybody's talking about. And as I was flipping around almost all channels, Senator Lindsey Graham, welcome back to Kill Meet and Friends. I am glad to be with you. I'm at uh, Sheldon's Casino, uh, like 7 o'clock in the morning, eating breakfast with a bunch of losers. <laughs> a bunch of losers? Who's that? Yeah. The people who lost in Sheldon's Casino. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, Sheldon Adelson, he's the really rich guy. So what casino is that? That's the Venetian. Okay. Come out here and lose money because Sheldon's a good supporter of the Republican Party in Israel. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, first off, you have to be pleased with your performance last night. Am I right? Yeah, I, I tried to show some passion and a way forward to win a war that we can't afford to lose. Background and experience to be commander-in-chief on day one and drive the debate. Isolationism is in full retreat within the Republican Party. Events have proved me right, them wrong. I'm very pleased with the way the party is moving. Marco, Jeb, Christy, uh, Carly, all of these folks articulated a foreign policy that I'm comfortable with. Uh, but you're not saying the same thing about Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, and you're not saying no. anything about Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump, there's three lanes here. There's leading from behind by Obama, which is not working, isolationism, which is a step behind leading from behind. Then there's Donald Trump, which is a drunk driver going from one lane to the other. The bottom line is that the way to defend America is to go on the offense smartly, build up the lives of others as you kill terror to give people something to live for and not to die for, destroy the caliphate, you need a ground component. Ted Cruz, carpet bombing comments made no sense to me, and I've been in the Air Force for 33 years. So the bottom line is the Republican Party's come my way on foreign policy, and I'm pleased with that. Well, I mean, you look at what Coley Fiorina <clears throat> did on your stage. She got up to the big stage, and she made some noise. Chris Christie had a very good debate last time, and he moved yeah. up to the big stage. Lindsey Graham, uh, I think you guys really thrived in the format from Pataki to you to Centaurum uh, to Huckabee. I mean, basically, you have time to talk with right. the four or five people. Do you think you've done enough that the polls might move in your direction? Well, if they don't, I'm, I'll be in trouble. I've got to show some life here. I've got to show movement. I've got a lot of people who believe in me that want me to stay in this debate, to challenge people who talk about foreign policy in a fashion that will make us less safe, to be a critic of Obama, but also to have a way forward, to talk about problem solving. I've got to start moving here, Brian, and uh, time will tell. I hope I do. I've enjoyed the heck out of it, and I tried to be me last night. You know, I want to kill radical Islamists, and I want to win this war. And the best way to win the war is build up live lives of others. Most people are not buying what I was selling. Uh, I would assume so. And you also stood up for Muslims uh, in America and Muslims that fight for yeah. America, didn't you? Yes, I did. And, and the story that really almost made me cry is in the second presidential election in Afghanistan. I was there as Colonel Graham. I've done 140 days on the ground as a reservist working with rule of law detaining operations issues, Bagram Prison Camp. But 
I went to a polling place. It was a high school, and the young man that was there to interpret and provide security was an American uh, soldier. He was an Army sergeant, but he grew up in Kabul. He's from Afghanistan. He went to that high school. He immigrated to the United States, joined the Army. He went back to Afghanistan as an American sergeant. He was my security, my interpreter. I met his principal, and people were voting in his high school, women in one lane, men in the other. And he got very emotional, and there were about 10 Special Forces guys there to you know, help me and make sure that we're all safe. And all of us started crying like babies. I know that that sergeant does not like some of the things he's hearing, and he's fighting to protect your family and your faith mm-hmm. as much as mine. But, but, Senator Graham, you understand the sentiment. If you called for a pause in Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria, especially in light of the San Bernardino massacre from the sense. ISIS, you would not be against that. Is that correct? Not at all. Look, if you don't look at this fiancé visa system and know you're crazy, I think this was an arranged marriage by a terrorist operative or a terrorist organization. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think this woman met this guy on a dating site. I think there was something more going on. They could get into the refugee flow. Time out on Syrian refugees. Stop our visa process until we can get it in a better spot. But banning all Muslims coming to America is exactly what ISIL hopes to have happen, a war between the West and Islam. But what you don't do is declare war on the faith. What you do do is up your defenses and look at your visa systems. The way to win the war is partner with people in the faith, the 90 percent, who reject this. Here is a Donald Trump in the spin room after on you. Cut 30. Lindsey Graham has to say that. He's got zero. He's got zero. And I noticed him make one say, I'm at 42, just came out, and he's at zero. So if I were at zero, first of all, if I were at zero, I wouldn't run. I'd say, you know, let's give it up. But Lindsey Graham's at zero. He said, I've been doing this for 10 years, the fight. Well, he's been doing it for 10 years. Has it worked out? Your reaction? Number one, I'm at one. Don't short sell me. (laughs) Uh, Here's my reaction. I don't need a poll to tell me what to do. 36 trips to the region over the last decade, learning from my mistakes, Bush's mistakes, and Obama's mistakes. Here's what I can tell Mr. Trump. We made a mistake by leaving Iraq too soon. The surge did work. To all those who fought in the surge, you got Iraq in a good spot. Obama pulled the rug out from under us in Iraq to fulfill a political promise, ignored sound military advice. Assad was on the ropes three years ago. We should have taken him out. Here's what we got to do now. We've got to destroy the caliphate before another 9-11 comes our way, and it's being planned as I speak. And when we destroy the caliphate, we can't leave. If we left Germany and Japan, God knows what would have happened. The good news is we don't need 100,000 soldiers this time. Fifteen or 20,000 is probably enough partnering with the region. I don't need Mr. Trump to tell me about polling. What I need to tell him is that you don't have any idea what this war is about. If you did, you would not denigrate the faith. You would not make it hard on the king of Jordan and the president of Egypt to work with you. At the end of the day, Mr. Trump made the one mistake nobody should ever make in America declare more on the faith itself rather than radicalism. But his, but his poll so, numbers went up, Senator Graham. Yeah, because he's, people think, okay, that makes sense. All Muslims are radical jihadists. What he is selling is a false sense of security. What he is selling is helping the enemy. If you're a soldier or a diplomat in the Mideast, Donald Trump is putting you at risk. To the people who want to be safe and want to win this war, you have to go over there or they're coming here. 
We need more American boots on the ground to partner with people in the region. And when you denigrate the faith, you make it hard to create partnerships. And radical Islam wants a war between the West and Islam. I want a war between the world and radical Islam. I know how to win this war. I've been more right than wrong, and I've been on your show for two years talking about Obama's strategy will never work. It's not going to work, and if you don't change it, another 9-11 is coming. Mr. Trump really doesn't understand this war. He appears to be strong, but in my view, he is very weak when it comes to understanding how to win this war. Here is somebody who is impressed with you and wants what you want, getting on the big stage. Dana Perino, Cut 23. Lindsey Graham was as entertaining as in the undercard debate as Trump has been in the main stage, and it would be fun to see them on stage together. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't you want that? Yeah, I would. I'd like to talk about, you know, Bergdahl, I'm glad he's charged. I think he let his fellow soldiers down, but I believe in the rule of law. So when Mr. Trump says that he would execute this man, that's not what we're fighting for. To be commander-in-chief of the military you're going to have to respect the rule of law. So at the end of the day, uh, I don't think most illegal immigrants are drug dealers and rapists. I'd love to talk with Donald Trump about foreign policy, about how you win this war, and how is he really different than Obama? Wait, wait. Do you, I, do you believe, Senator, that he's coachable? Do you think that, yes, or do you do. think that yes. he knows more yeah, than he no, lets I on? I think half of this is an act. I think that Ted Cruz is a man who is lost. He's trying to be an isolationist when that side. He's trying to be a, you know, a Lindsey Graham type when that side. I think Donald Trump, quite frankly, is coachable. I'll, you know, I don't like what he's saying. I've been hard on him, but I do believe if you could convince him that we need more American troops in Iraq because the generals who are smart say we do, and that if you could convince him that a regional army in Syria is required to destroy the caliphate and we have to be part of it, I think he would go there. That's interesting. Do you think half of it's an act? After six months, you think it's an act? I think some of it is just saying the strong man. You know, I'm going to kill everything and everybody, therefore I'm strong. You know, I'm going to execute Bergdahl. Well, here's what I'm trying to say to, to Donald Trump. You're running to be president of the United States, the strongest force in the world. You need to embrace our values to win this war. You need to be tough. You need to be able to articulate a plan to kill radical Islamists before they strike our homeland, but you need to understand partnerships are required. So the bottom line here is he's undercutting the war effort, but I do believe, quite frankly, that he is more open-minded uh, than people than, than, than he appears to be. I may be wrong. Okay, and finally, uh, put Mark Halpern down, uh, who seems to be a fan of yours of Bloomberg. Cut 28. Whatever happens with Lindsey Graham, he's now established himself yeah. as an American original who yeah. campaigns with his head and his heart, which the party needs. Pretty nice. Well, it is nice, but here's what's really nice, that 1% of the population serves in uniform to protect the rest of us. For 33 years, I've been a member of the Air Force. I've walked in their shoes. I'm not a combat soldier, but we're lucky to have those in the diplomatic corps and the military that are willing to go over there the fight. There are four top lines, and I'll let you go. We're in a religious war between radical Islam and the world. We have to partner with the world and people in the faith to destroy radical Islam. You have to hit them before they hit you. They don't mind dying. I want the war in their backyard, not ours. you got to be determined and have the will to win with a plan. Those are the four takeaways after 36 visits to the region. Obama doesn't have a strategy to win. I do. People are coming my way. I'm a hawk with a heart. 
I want to kill terrorists, but I also want to nurture others that we can live in peace with. Go get him, Senator Graham. Thanks so much. Congratulations on a very dynamic debate. Thanks, pal.